Hey everyone, it's Aaliyah Henry, and you're listening to The Aaliyah Henry Show. Expect to hear insightful interviews and panel discussions covering community, entrepreneurship, health, and women's empowerment. Don't miss out. Keep listening. The Aaliyah Henry Show is up next. Today, I'm joined with Adora Drake, the digital marketing expert and entrepreneur behind the consulting firm Girl & Momentum. She specializes in helping business owners navigate the digital space to generate more leads and build a raving fan base for their products and services. Today, we'll connect and learn how we can get moving in the right direction, hear the latest trends, and build a better online presence to land the right client. It's next on the Aaliyah Henry Show. So, hey, Adora, it is so great to have you and spend a little time visiting, getting to know you and the business. Uh, So thank you for being here on the Aaliyah Henry Show. Thank you for having me. (laughs) So, you know, I am all about um, learning new techniques to the whole networking and all that stuff. And so I was recently reminded that we should be networking sideways and looking at our current uh, network platforms, all of that. And so um, I appreciate you for accepting uh, the LinkedIn request and then us, uh, you know, obviously being able to connect and um, pull together our episode for today. So this was really great. Um, I am a big social media, digital marketing buff. I fell into it. So that's not something that I'd been doing years, years, years ago. Although if you would look in my senior book, it said that I would own my own marketing firm. (laughs) And I would have like four kids and be married, yada, yada, yada. Well, (laughs) almost, I don't want to say 30 something years later, but um, it's kind of interesting that I circled back and I do find myself in a marketing space so our firm um, has an area of that has a division of that so it's kind of funny how things are full circle it really is it really is <laughs> so, I've seen um, some of your videos but tell us a little bit about what was your inspiration for starting Girl in Momentum um, as you are a I would say, very well-rounded digital marketing consultant. Well, absolutely. So my journey started, uh, it's funny, because when I graduated high school, I wanted to be a journalist. And so I thought I was going to (laughs) go that route. And, you know, I really like the whole storytelling thing. And so when I went into college, I was like, okay, yeah, journalism. But when I got there, um, it just didn't quite fit. And so it left me having to research and figure out what is it that, where, in what area do I fit in personally? And so I looked into marketing and there were a lot of elements of finding that story, um, looking at data. And those are all the things that really fit my personality. 
And so mm-hmm. I just made the leap. Okay. <laughs> I said, bye journalism. I'm going over here to business school. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of how I just jumped into it. I didn't have any body I knew that was in marketing or anything. So everybody wow. was like, why did you switch? So I was like, well, I just felt let's go over there. And so it has been a journey. Um, I started in corporate marketing. So I was on, you know, the average marketing team, you know, supporting other marketing managers and things like that. And it was great. Um, I think the only reason that it kind of gave me that extra push was I had people always asking me about, you know, what the latest trends are, how can they grow their social media on the side of that job? And I'm like, okay, I really enjoy working with people on the side here. Why is that? Well, a lot of the times when you're in a corporate environment, you are kind of just put into this one area, not necessarily all these different areas that you can really function in. And so you, you kind of feel cut off. And so when I was working with other people on the side, I really had that freedom to be creative, to learn different techniques, to learn different industries and work with different people and see what is their problem? What are they having? And then I would bring that to the job and they would be like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. And so eventually I said, hey, I'm going to take the leap. I'm going to go do my own thing and see how that goes. And I kind of jumped into the whole (laughs) social media marketing and and digital consulting kind of role. And so so eventually I came up with a Girly Momentum brand. And that brand is really to help empower women to really grow their own businesses and to market themselves and to be confident, especially women of color. That is awesome. I love the, you know, I love the name, um, you know, girl and momentum. It does make you feel like, woof, like you're just, you know, you're wa- <laughs> like, you're walking like Olivia Pope would be walking yeah. down the. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, it, it, it may, it, it's very high energy. I've, I've seen um, some of your videos as well. And, and you are a very thought, you know, you, you, you talk things through, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, when you're listening to you, you are definitely the, n- not the facilitator that's like giving you all this data verbiage, but really just breaking it down so that it makes sense. And yeah. so there is, um, there is great rewards from that because a lot of times that's all people really need to understand. Like, just mm-hmm. give me the low down skinny, like right. not the big names, not the big words, <laughs> all that just let me know how this fits. And when I listen to your videos, that's what I walk away with is they were easy to retain, easy Mm -hmm. to next implement. Or Mm -hmm. if you were having to look for um, another one, then you can, you know, check out another video. And again, you're guiding people through the process. And I like that. Definitely a, a good concept for sure. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I really focus on trying to make it, you know, a little bit more, you know, approachable and trying to really, you know, just relate to the audience. You know, you don't want to have too much thrown at you. So that's why I try to do the bite size. Yeah. And I think just with anything, when you think just from an educational standpoint and Mm -hmm. also from a capacity of what is your, um, (laughs) you know, what is the duration of time that you can actually really retain something, you know? So sometimes packing on so much information sometimes drains you out, Mm -hmm. but really being able to take things in pieces certainly is a great way to learn some key aspects. And I do think that the digital marketing space um, 
is so ever changing and it's fast. Mm -hmm. Um, so there, yeah, you may know the writing side of it, but if you're not up to date on the technical side, then you, you fall back somewhere. Yeah. And yeah. so, um, there's a lot more nuts and bolts, like you said, than just, yeah. you know, one part of it, which is really Absolutely. interesting. So share a little bit about how, how you have, or if you have had to pivot any of your services during this time. You know what, this has been a very interesting time and a lot of people have really gotten afraid of marketing themselves during this time. Mm -hmm. You know, they really want to hold on to the resources that they have and all of that is very understandable, but <laughs> I always advise and you know, I used to in my own business. You should really look at ways that you can get in front of your audience right now. And a lot of the, those ways are a way to a show up for your audience and show them what you have to offer and show them your personality and really tell your story. And so I have definitely pivoted more during this time because people are at home and people are looking for information. And sales, some have been pushed out of corporate. And so now they're starting their own businesses. Like everybody has their own story. And so no matter what industry you are in, somebody is out there right now that needs you and they're looking for you. And so you really have to not be afraid of what the circumstances are and that they stop you, but, but say, hey, like there's people out there looking for me and there is money to be made. That's good. That's good. You know, it's so interesting because this is also a, a time where you would typically have, a, I see a lot of our nonprofit mm -hmm. organizations um, who are struggling or trying mm -hmm. to keep their doors open because they're front lines. Yeah. And so I have seen their industry have mm -hmm. to really look at their marketing efforts, um, really focus on social media, videos, mm -hmm. really being able to tell their story yeah. in um, a different way, but also in a way and to convey it, the importance, even though there's, you know, 28,000 others, you know, right here in North Texas, you know, there's over right. 28,000 nonprofits that are registered. Right. And so when you think about that, you know, really marketing um, is really key mm -hmm. ex for now, for sure, because yeah. you've really got to be able to convey that story and your message to retain your donors. And I think, um, you know, Absolutely. it's just an important piece of the business. Mm -hmm. Well, in and with that even being an important piece, I feel like it's the piece that we don't necessarily always put the budget in for. Well, you know what, especially before uh, the COVID, you know, I feel like, you know, people did try a little bit to do more marketing, but the COVID has kind of either scared people from doing marketing or it has given them that extra push. Yeah. And if you're on the side with that extra push, you're going to be the one that's going to win at the end because people yeah. are looking for data. They're looking for answers yeah. and most likely you have them. So I wouldn't be afraid to, <laughs> if you know you have a skill or you have a business that, you know, needs to have more eyes on it, like you said, the nonprofits, I would put it into that budget because it's going to pay off, especially when we come out of this. This is a temporary, you know, economic situation. Exactly. Exactly. So Share one thing about a client um, that you feel your services have done for them that you just didn't expect. Well, 
there was one client and uh, I went way to New York. Um, it was an assignment and they wanted to figure out how can they better connect with their vendors and possibly turn vendors into clients. Hmm. And so a lot of that was really researching and seeing uh, their demographics, you know, what are they, um, how many people are in their um, business? So how many employees, what are their revenue, things like that. We have to really look at that and dig into that. And then we kind of dig into what are they really spending? their money on so what services are they looking for and so we use that information uh, after doing months of research we use that information to actually create another department which i wasn't really i didn't know that was going to happen wow. but we created a whole <laughs> i know so we created a whole nother department made specifically for vendors to learn how to use our resources to you know service their business better so that was one of my biggest projects and it's still one of my favorite ones like i said i went to new york it was great that was before COVID, obviously yeah. <laughs> but it was just it was just really good to you know meet new people uh, and then really really dig into the data side of marketing as well because that is also a, a huge side of marketing which people don't really you know see on the surface mm -hmm. but there's a lot that goes into um really understanding what your client is doing and how to convert those people and a lot of it comes from data and I was going to um, ask you too. So I always hear people say, well, I just need to get this information out. And I know that, you know, we really have to focus on, well, who are you targeting the information to? And so sometimes yeah. we get lost because there's so many different feeds. And I get calls like this all the time where someone will say, oh, um, which which platform do we need to be on and how many times a day do we need to be on it yeah and they're always like floored when i tell them well unfortunately there's no magic number All right <laughs> because <laughs> right at the end of the day you got to figure out where your target audience is and if your audience is actually on that platform exactly. and so again i know those are those key factors that we don't necessarily think about because we do mm -hmm. think that the marketing is all about you know the graphic and the content but it's really right. much more than really getting in and digging into like figuring out where your uh target audience is so absolutely is it's very data driven and i think that's again that's one of the reasons why i jumped from journalism over here because it really is <laughs> it really is always I don't know how to say it, but maybe a guessing game. Um, you never actually know, you know, it's never the same. And yeah. so you have to keep finding an answer that's going to work for your business. And what works for a little while may not work later on. So a lot of the people that weren't really necessarily online at first, now they're having to change their whole, you know, strategy. So it's an ever changing thing and we shouldn't look at it as a bad thing. We should look at it as a new way to get in front of people and, and to connect with people. That's really good. So share some of the top trends that we're seeing this year. Well, we're definitely seeing that trend of everybody being online. So, you know, people have always been shopping online, but it's twice as much now, right? Okay. <laughs> so, you know, everything from groceries to delivering food. So that is definitely a huge trend is, is to really understand that people who might not have necessarily been online are now online. And so how can you use that in your business? you know, to get in front of your audience, because most likely they're online too. So yeah. that's one of the hugest trends I think that, that COVID-19 has really done <laughs> for us is to really 
for those people who weren't quite sure about, you know, online and social media, now they're like, oh, okay, this is probably an option that we really have to go for. Okay. So if, it, if anything, it was a kick to go towards yeah. that way. Share your thoughts on uh, using short videos. Um, you know, I know a lot of people are, you know, not there. They typically think, oh my goodness, we have to buy some high tech video camera <laughs> to give a two minute message. And, no. you know, I know that, you know, sometimes I know that when, if you are online and you see um, you're in a feed or you're watching the stories, you know, obviously people do love to see video. People like to connect with people. So I know that's one of the things that I'm always sharing to show you too, mm -hmm. you know, as well, because we're everyone, that's the whole thing. It's a personal, it's about building the relationship. Um, exactly. Share your thoughts on video, on the video aspect of it. Um, you know, I've always been a very introverted person. And so when I started a YouTube channel, it was more of, hey, just put yourself out there. And I know that other people feel that way. <laughs> They're like, oh, I don't want to be in the front. So I, I definitely like 100% understand that feeling. But once you start getting used to it, it's really not that bad. Um, you start hearing your own voice, <laughs> seeing yourself, and you get used to being in front of the camera. And you don't have to have an expensive camera, like you said. Um, I, I mean, I, I still do it with my phone sometimes. So you can get, you know, it can be really basic really basic editing, nothing fancy. Uh, I would say just kind of stick on camera, get off camera quickly, and it doesn't have to be really long. So as long as you really cover what it is that your audience is looking for. Um, but like you said, video is a great way to connect with people and, and people to really understand, you know, how you sound. And, you know, what your style is. They really get a sense of that before they, you know, reach out and connect with you. So. It's great. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So I know you've been in business for a little bit, but talk about some of the lessons learned. Like as an entrepreneur, what do you think you've learned the most? What's helped you um, to kind of continue to keep moving? You know, there are so many things that I have learned. <laughs> um, one of the major things that I've learned is to not always stick to doing things yourself. Don't be afraid to ask for help um, if you get stuck, because what's going to happen if you don't ask for help is you'll stay in that same place and you'll never grow and mm -hmm. keep scaling. And so if you want to do that and you don't want to be exhausted, then ask for help, outsource, whatever you need to do. Um, another thing is I'm going to piggyback off of that is to take breaks and have boundaries. Um, you know, there were nights where I was up at one o'clock in the morning, still answering people's questions. Like you need to have a cutoff as well, um, as far as, so that you can regroup yourself and you can have that relationship with the client without having that extra resentment kind of feeling. Like they're always asking me questions. Like you need to have a cutoff as well. So, but there's a lot of lessons. There's a financial lessons, you know, how to save more, how to make more money. Like those are all the lessons that you have to learn when you get out here by yourself. I, I definitely would agree with you on the asking for help piece. I think sometimes we think, oh, we're not ready to, um, you know, hire staff or, you know, that's, it's a really great opportunity to look at um, freelancers to, mm -hmm. you know, see what their skill sets are, especially if it's in one or two areas, if it's 
um, editing or if it's, hey, creating these videos, you know, for something that you may be spending, you know, 12 to 15 hours trying to figure out how to do it and to send it over to someone to get it done in like an hour. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one, you're developing a relationship where you can work with people kind of mm -hmm. then consistently. Yeah. And, um, you know, and then the other thing is, is that you've got those 10 hours to go then work on something else. And so exactly. I know exactly. for me, I've definitely utilized that because obviously I started off as a solopreneur and, um, you know, now I have a team of consultants that I can go to that, um, to pair off projects with. Mm -hmm. Um, and then of course, uh, some freelancers that are doing a lot of the um, work that takes me a lot of time to do mm -hmm. and you get your time back. So that's exactly, good. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Very good. Um, so in this journey, of course, you know, there's, you're in it, but you can't be in it by yourself. So who do you think is your, is your best cheerleader? <laughs> <laughs> Mine is definitely my mom. <laughs> That's cool. She's always been like that for me. Um, you know, even as a kid, no matter what idea I came up with, <laughs> she was always going to support it. <laughs> and yeah. so I've had a lot of business ideas. I've had a lot of, of my corporate ideas that, that I've, you know, tried to pursue. And she's always there no matter what to let me know, like, hey, fall, just get back up. It's just not a big deal. <laughs> so she's that person that's going to keep you going no matter what. She's the, she's the mom in momentum. <laughs> she's the mom. Oh, that's cute. That's very cute. So, and I know you talked about, I love the fact when you said you take, you know, time off mm -hmm. um, to just kind of scale down. So yeah. as a digital marketing consultant, is that one of the things that you're doing? Are you like plugging off of your social media? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Even I need a break. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's healthy. You have to walk away and, you know, get some sun, get some air, hear what other people are talking about. Like a lot of the time you need to hear what other people, the conversations that they're having. And then you come back to your clients and you have new ideas so you really do need that time to walk away regroup and just relax your mind before you have you know your next task yeah. and I find that those are the best times where I have the best ideas because I took a break you took the break I took, That's a, good. I took a break yep so tell me a little bit about <clears throat> what girl and momentum looks like moving forward what's your what's your vision what do you perceive you guys doing? I mean, I know that you're specifically working with those entrepreneurs and mm -hmm. is there anything mm -hmm. else that you have on your plate? I know you got your YouTube channel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I have um, a lot planned for Girl and Momentum. Um, I plan on really growing it into a network where, you know, women, especially women of color can come and really learn the skills for their business. And so at some point it will be a lot bigger. Um, and it will be a place where it's a resource for those who want to start a business and those who want to um, learn how to scale their businesses as well. So I have right now, I'm doing um, a lot of coaching. I have a, a new course coming out for those who want to learn how to market on Instagram better. So those are the few projects that I'm currently working on. But um, in the future, I may have um, like some membership type of things um, coming up where you can really get in and deep dive and um, have resources there for you to uh, learn how to grow your business online. Yeah, that's awesome. 
So share with us just what your thoughts on, um, on living your best life. My thoughts, so living my best life to me is, is having freedom and being happy and measuring your own success. So not comparing yourself to others. And so to me, that's when you live your best life. When you are satisfied with yourself, you're doing what you want to do. Um, even if you haven't quite hit that goal, you're still working towards it. You're, you're in momentum, basically. Okay. So that to, is, for me, living your best life. That's awesome. Well, Adora, it was a pleasure to have you on and just visit with you about your, or your company. Um, all the best to you. I'm always, I always admire um, African-American women that are trailblazing this entrepreneurial journey. I think it's amazing. I think I learned something from everyone I meet. Um, and then it's just so inspiring to see women that look like me as well, doing some of the same things and being able to support each other. So yeah, um, absolutely. again, I, I thank you. Um, will you uh, just shout out your uh, website information and we'll make sure we also get that out as well but absolutely thank you so much for having me this has been an honor to be here um if you want to find out more information about me like she said go to my youtube i'm adora girl and momentum and you can also find me on my website girlandmomentum.com all right everybody thanks so much for another wonderful episode and uh we will see you guys next time thanks so much for tuning in and we'll talk to you soon Thank you for listening to The Aaliyah Henry Show. Remember, be bold enough to use your voice, brave enough to listen to your heart, and strong enough to live the life you've always imagined. See you next time.